0: today in the attorney career advice podcast with harrison barnes
1: is you're not going to know everything you're doing for the first three to five years so you're going to make mistakes and that's not really what it's about what it's about is your um, attitude and drive and uh, ability to uh, create work and how dedicated the law firm thinks you are and how much they trust you and frankly how much they like you um one thing i wanted to let everyone know is we figured out how to unblock uh, the chat. So anybody that wants to chat during these webinars with each other is welcome. To. I'm not going to be looking at it, uh, but you can certainly, if it helps you, tack me or whatever during the chat or to, to each other, but it's, uh, you know, or um, share questions and other things just, I would just, uh, or would, that you have for each other, I would just uh, request uh, respectfully that if people are, I know that uh, sometimes other recruiters and things get on these and that you not try to sell other services, I just uh, that that's all I would request or sell your services on there. But other than that, uh, chat is open. And so you guys can, um, and I apologize, I'm not a real, um, even though I talk about technology, uh, this is one piece of things that I've never really worked on. And we're just kind of here in a a little studio by our office, uh, or next to our office, my office, and uh, um, never spent a lot of time uh, setting all the zoom stuff up. So but anyway, chat's live. Um, Next week, I might try to take uh, live questions as well, where you can talk about them, but let's see this first question. So I am a recent law school graduate who lost my associate job uh, at a small firm after, oh, and I did put in the, um, um, I would, um, I think Jared is, um, I don't know if I put this in um, the chat, um, if you guys have this, but I did want to show you a couple of links here, just here real quick. URLs that I was trying to share with you guys earlier. And I don't know if I put in, it in the chat or not. These are just articles. And then the other one is the Think and Grow Rich that I brought up earlier. Okay, so here we go. Okay, I'm a recent law school graduate who lost my associate job at a small law firm after four months. There wasn't a ton of work available, but I also made mistakes. Now I feel like I am permanently damaged goods. What should I do with my situation? And how bad is it going to be for getting a new job? Okay, so the first thing I wanna say to all new associates and all new uh, attorneys and uh, anybody that's making mistakes on their job is of course you make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes at a new job. And especially you don't know anything about practicing law. Uh, You should not be expected not to make mistakes. And if you were making mistakes, it's the law firm's responsibility to catch those mistakes before you make them. So it's not your problem. Uh, And again, you made mistakes and you should learn from them. But you also made mistakes when you were a child, uh, doing bad things and were corrected, and and now you're an adult and doing well. You also made mistakes when you're in school, and were corrected, and now you and you learned. And I mean, this is ridiculous. So of course you make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Do not feel badly about making mistakes. Now, if you make mistakes that are dishonest, meaning you did something uh, that shows bad character, then that's that's your problem. And but if you made mistakes. Uh, because instructions weren't clear, because you were just careless, you have to learn as an attorney uh, to be detail-oriented and all these sorts of things. And and uh, and, and if you once you get through this, you're fine. Um, so you're not permanently damaged goods. Four months is not a lot of time. If there wasn't a lot of work uh, available, then that's the firm's problem uh, and not yours. Uh, and they may have hired you at a time when there was a lot more work uh, than there is now. And I can tell everyone on the call. That a year ago, uh, at this time, or whenever you were hired, there was a lot more work going around than there is now, and law firms were uh, hiring people uh, when they uh, because they they did they had a lot more work. But there's not as much work there's not as much work right now. So you should not feel uh, badly about any of this. Uh, what I would suggest uh, is you are not permanently damaged goods, but you need to get out there and aggressively look for a job. Law firms will hire you. There are people out there that have a lot of work that are desperate for work. And most of the time, when something like this happens, it's actually a blessing uh, that you have uh, the ability to, uh, to to you know fi- find something new or go to a place that has more work or that might be a better fit. And after what you learned in this webinar today, um, I think you're going to be a much better attorney. I think everyone that's on this webinar is probably going to. I think if you're still listening, uh, which I commend you. I mean, I know it's a long time to to listen to someone talk about the legal market, but it applies to you. If you're still listening, you're uh, you guys are and girls are really much farther ahead for your young attorney than uh, than any of your colleagues. Uh, it's impossible for you not to be. Um, so I would not worry about it. Uh, I think, but you need to you need to look far and wide uh, to find uh, a position, and you need to be very aggressive about it, and you need to get out there uh, and and find something. Getting blackballed? No, you're not going to get blackballed. So. No one's going to blackball you for making uh, mistakes and, uh, at your last job. And attorneys are extremely negative and hostile. When when people are extremely negative and hostile, generally, uh, the reason for that is because they're afraid. And people are not negative and hostile unless others um, are not nice to them or they're afraid of something. So uh, so that means they're negative and hostile probably because they don't have a lot of work and th- they're not doing as well as they want to. So I, I don't think... If there's anything for you to worry about, uh, attorneys, especially new ones, are green. Uh, It takes, uh, as I've told you, every as I talk to you guys every week, it's generally three to five plus years to even know what you're doing in in the legal profession. So, if you are not doing well uh, when you start, uh, that's not a problem. I mean, you're just you're having everyone goes through a learning curve, and that's what you're doing. So again, I wouldn't worry about it. And no, if they say something bad about you, bad I mean, whatever. I mean, you worked a few months at a firm and you made some mistakes. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't mean you're going to be a bad attorney. And again, your career, you're on year one, you're on month two or month four of a, what is the, what is it? So if you work for 50 years, that's 600 months or 50 years, that'd be 600 months, 50 times 12. Yeah. 600 months really, you you think that's going to be um, the end of it? I mean, that's insane. So, um, no. But your mistakes in month four of a 600-month career, unless you've done something that um, where you're going to go to prison or something, uh, I don't think you're disbarred. I don't think you're going to have any problems.
0: Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on submit resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today.
1: You know, I had an interesting experience. Uh, I was talking to my daughter last night and, um, and she was in this. Uh, she was in, in dance, like this kind of local dance company, uh, and when she was younger, and um, and the teacher didn't like her, and so she practiced all year, and uh, and then the fine. And the, not only did the teacher not like her, but I don't think she was doing as well as she could. She wasn't enthusiastic. She didn't understand how it works and everything. And but anyway, so she was in this dance thing, and. And, and she practiced all year and then final, uh, and then she was injured or something. I don't know. But anyway, so then the final uh, thing where they, they ran out this giant auditorium at Pepperdine University and all the parents uh, come from all over that have had their kids in this dance thing uh, to this final competition. She was supposed to be in four dances and, and instead at the last minute uh, or the week before some teacher only put her in one and and then not even in a good role in it. And she was crushed, uh, imagine, you know, and and I'll, I'll come back to that in a minute, uh, but just crushed. And then she also went to this other school, like uh, uh, she'd gone to the same school since kindergarten. And then um, and then her mother was living on the other side of town. She decided to go to, we decided to send her to another school that was closer to the house. And and she went there and when she went there, the, the teachers were saying something like, oh, you know, you're never going to get into college, you're a bad student, like, how did you go to this other school? And and anyway, so she was there for a year. Well, let me make a long story short. So now she's at the the same school that she was at originally, which is a great school in um, Calabasas. Uh, she's getting all A's. She's, um, you know, she's done all this stuff and getting all these awards and in uh, AP classes as a sophomore, and I mean, doing very, very well and uh just really doing well and not only that but she's you know going to be captain i think of the dance team which is a very competitive dance team and so the idea is you you come back from from setbacks and uh everyone should come back from setbacks and you come back even stronger um, than you were before and you learn from it they make you better so in her case, she probably realized everything she was doing wrong in the dance thing and fixed it. And same thing academically and came back and fixed it. So these are all learning experiences. Anything that bad happens to you is a good experience. It's something that you learn from that can make you better in the long run. So just because you have a bad few months, you learn from those lessons and come back stronger. And 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 I think uh, it's something to really think about. Okay, so this next one is uh, what aspects of the legal profession uh, make it um so ruthless well i mean I, I could answer this all day but uh the the biggest thing is uh i would say is lawyers are not nice to each other often in their own in own firms and externally can be isolating sitting in an office working all day i mean you know this isolating hours business pressure working in good versus bad firms um, you know prestige i mean I, you know this uh, prestige uh you know i mean you know i mean there's a bunch of different things you know one of the examples i'd like to give is of a lawyer uh for example working in uh, in litigation so if you work in litigation uh your bosses are the court uh your client uh other attorneys in your firm uh and then the the opposing counsel uh so you have four people that are essentially you know you have the opposing counsels against you the court i mean it's it's very difficult because you have to please a lot of people and that's stressful you have that's a lot of pressure for anyone to handle uh litigation by the way i have a profound respect for litigators but uh it's very you know very difficult uh for for attorneys uh you know when they when they don't have any any work and and that those are some of the things that make it stressful i mean how stressful is it, it trying to get a job as a you know, when you're in law school or all this stuff is stressful, worrying about if you're going to make partner, worrying about your reviews. I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, it's a lot of work. What creative strategies can you use to find more work and who has limited assignments? So the, the creative strategies, it depends on your your level. But the, one of the things you do is you uh, you look hungry for work. So you go around and you ask for work. You um, Then if people say, I don't have any work, then you say something like, well, are there any memos that would be helpful for your clients that I can do on my, uh, since there's no work to do, and you ask them that, and uh, and sometimes they'll like that. So one of the things that a lot of law firms will do with summer associates is they will give them kind of busy work. They'll say, oh, go write a a memo about, uh, you know, consumer lending laws in um, 50 states or so." I mean, you know, who knows, but they'll just, you know, they'll give them work that could actually help the clients. So you ask partners that are uh, powerful and you know, have a lot of work. I know you don't have any work, but are there any assignments I can do that are not billable that would help your clients that I can do for you? You get on the side of people. Uh, and again, this, these little pieces of advice, by the way, each one of these, I mean, can ch- save your career, can prevent you from getting laid off. You If you get on the, the on the side, side of a really good partner uh, that has a lot of business and you say, is there any assignments I can do for you just that aren't billable to help your clients, and then you do the best job you possibly can, that will get you more work. Uh, when you do get work, you work as hard as you freaking can and on, on your assignments and do the absolute best job you can and you'll get more work. So work is given. When I was in, um, you know, my first job was at uh, the, was Quinn Emanuel. And when I was there, I mean, I had, I couldn't believe how much work I had. I They brought in, uh, they had to use like four guys to to stack an extra like file cabinet because I had like so many cases. And I was like the lead associate on a lot of them. And I remember I was like, this is insane. Like I've got two summary judgment motions and this and this doing the same week. And so I called this work partner and I was like, you know, can I get some help? And he's like, well, if you have more than one summary judgment motion, dude, and the summary judgment motion is basically like trying to get a case dismissed after doing all this discovery, then we'll get you some help. Meaning, no, you, we're not going to get you help. So, But I had a lot of work. But, again, and but some people don't have a lot of work. Like there was a girl um, that was uh, a couple offices down from me, and she was from Berkeley or something and didn't have any work. I mean, you know, so people give work to, to if you do a good job and you you're enthusiastic and you really want to help then wouldn't you, if you are a partner, wouldn't you give your work to the person that's gonna do the very best job? Uh, they possibly can and will go all out. Um, that's what you need to do. The other thing you need to do is you need to create work. So uh, this is the most important thing. And I I talked about it in the webinar today, but creating work means um, if you go, and I, I've told this story before, but it's very funny. I mean, it's a very funny story. So, uh, but I'll, I'll tell it again. And it's just kind of what attorneys do. So I remember going to a graduation party and when I was in high school and one of my friend's dads was an attorney and in most areas of the country, if you're an attorney, uh, it is a big deal. I was like, wow, I'm going to an attorney's house for a freaking graduation party. It's so cool. Like, um, you know, it's like a big deal in most areas of the country. And so I went to this, um, Guy's house and to this graduation party. And uh some point, I told him I, I got some ticket for doing something stupid. I'm, I don't even remember what the ticket was. It might have been for I wanted a raffle television, like a small one that you could plug into your cigarette lighter. And I was driving around and I got a ticket for it or something. I might have been that. I don't know what it was. It was just very. And I told him about this ticket for driving around with the television on my dashboard in my van. And again, the van was because I was doing asphalt work. And he's like, oh, my God, like, this is horrible. Like, if this could happen, it could jeopardize your this and this and this. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I need to talk to your parents. And um, this is very serious. And, uh, you know, you definitely need an attorney. And um, and then he did the same thing with a couple other kids that had stupid legal issues, like car things and, you know, I don't know, but at the party. And so I realized um, when I thought back about that, that that's what good attorneys do good attorneys will go and find as much work as they possibly can from and this guy by the way he was had this beautiful house he built on a lake in pontiac which is not a great area but he still has a brand new house on a lake uh which i was extremely impressed of and it was kind of modern these big windows and things and you know so he was obviously doing well financially but he was doing auto acts you know like Tickets and things, and so this is what attorneys do. They have to find work and make up work. And he was making up work. Obviously, getting ticketed for having a television in your dashboard while you're driving around, um, which I thought was hilarious. But I mean, is is not that big of a deal. But he was acting like it was. So most attorneys, uh, with their clients, the best attorneys will always have work and things that they need to do and other things. And that's what you should be doing uh, with with when you're given matters. If you're given a matter, you should say and you turn in a memo, you should say, this is something we should also write about or or investigate, I think, because this would really help the client. Or maybe the client could file this motion or maybe uh, this transaction would help or maybe researching some language to put in a contract. Like this is what you need to do. Uh, That's how to be creative. But the first thing is, if you do really good work, you will get more work. Uh, Again, when I was at this Quinn Emanuel and had all this work, I was getting this work because I loved it and I was taking it seriously. Other people weren't. And you wouldn't, if you were a partner, who would you give your work to? think about it. I mean, would you give it to someone that's taken seriously or someone that's not? So this is what partners do. So there's kind of that. And then I think, you know, and then you find work to be done. Uh, The final thing is, is if your firm doesn't, doesn't have limited assignments, then you can do things. Also, you can improve your profile. So you can teach, you can go out and give talks, you can uh, do whatever you can to make your firm look better. Uh, You can learn about how different practice areas. I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do to bring in work. It's not really that hard, but those are some strategies I have. I'm gonna go to some of the the later questions, then I'll come
0: back. Do you wanna take back control of your legal career? We have a solution for you. Harrison Barnes, the number one legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience, hosts weekly webinars followed by live Q&A sessions every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. These webinars are packed with helpful information that you can use to advance your legal career. Best of all, after each webinar, Harrison stays for as long as needed in order to answer every question.
1: Okay, you said that we shouldn't take criticism from a law firm too personally. However, in what cases is a severely harsh criticism a sign that you leave and might be in danger? Okay, so the criticism from a law firm kind of works in a bunch of different ways. And, uh, and I'll explain to you how criticism works. Um, criticism is kind of a fun topic. So I'm gonna tell you um, a couple of fun ways about criticism, fun things about criticism. So the first thing about criticism is uh, there's kind of two points in being criticized. There's there's a junior associate, there's a mid-level, and then there's at a senior. Okay, so junior associates should expect harsh criticism for the most part. Um, Harsh criticism uh, to the extent the law firm, to the extent the law firm needs to do that to to improve. The idea there is you know, that junior associates typically will make a lot of dumb mistakes, just like this earlier person was saying. And so the law firm typically has these kind of people whose job is to step in and give harsh criticism, with the idea that you will improve. And the reason that they can criticize junior associates harshly is a lot of law firms are always writing your hours off and uh, not making money from you. So you're not really a money center for them at that point, uh, but they want you to take their criticism and run with it. Now, the bigger and better the firm, uh, the more the firm will criticize you, uh, but typically uh, that criticism is going to happen. It's not going to happen if you're like at Wachtel or something. You'll get that day to day, but it will happen at at most of your big firms uh, to some extent. Mid level associates is where the firm starts making a lot of money off you, and um, they do that because they can give you work. You know what you're doing. You're profitable. You're you're just great. You're not a threat to be partner. There's no there's no reason to criticize you. And here things become glowing. They start saying things like "You're on the right track. We love you. Your maybe your hours could be a little better, but you're awesome." Like, and they're not. They don't have to write your time off. Uh, your billing rates are not a threat. Uh, meaning, what happens uh, with uh, with your billing rates is as your billing rates increase. If your billing rates, like say, seven hundred dollars an hour, that's not a, a partner that makes twelve hundred dollars an hour can give you work all day, and it looks like they're doing a nice thing for their clients. Uh, if your billing rate is eleven hundred dollars an hour. And you're a senior associate, then that partner uh is gonna first of all they make more money when they do the work themselves. So instead of making 20% if they give or 50% of the money they are billing, they might make 20 if they give it to you. Again, there's different formulas of different firms, but you become a threat as your senior associate. And so your senior associate, they may say things like, you know, you're on the right track, but generally um the reviews start getting a little weird. Uh, so they're not they may not be making as much money from you. You're more of a threat because your billing rate is uh, a little bit higher., uh, Partners, your billing rate's kind of getting closer to partners. So in order for them to give you work, they're making less money. So you become kind of a, a money thing again. Uh, and not only that, uh, but um, you could make partner as well, in which case, uh, even though a, a big firm it doesn't really compute, uh, theoretically, you're taking more of the profits of the firm, and that's a threat to them too. And um, and then, of course, they were hazed very highly when a lot when they were senior associates, so they're going to haze you. So senior associates um, will often get weird reviews that are just kind of neutral and nothing's happening, or they might be a little bit negative. I was talking to a senior associate not too long ago, and she said something like. You know, I was in this review and they brought up something about me turning down an assignment five years ago. And I couldn't understand like they're like, you know, that was a nail in the coffin. And, and after they, but no one ever said anything to me until I was a senior associate. I was like, why did you turn on the assignment? She's like, I don't know. I was on vacation or I mean, you know, they needed something. I mean, it was like something really stupid. So senior associate reviews get weird, too. But if you're getting bad reviews as a junior associate, that's pretty normal. Uh, this is just what they do. Uh, now, let me tell you what happens, though, with the reviews as well. I had an interesting experience. I've told this before, but a lot of times, if you have incredible hours, meaning you're working uh, incredible hours, um, your reviews will often be nothing but positive. Not always, but nothing but positive. So if you have the highest billable hours in your class or you're uh, working lots of hours, and um, you, you may just get nothing but positive reviews. When I was a summer associate, I've always, I've had two, a couple of things that told me how important the hours were. Um, one was uh, when I was leaving one firm, I complained that no one is, you know, that the person i liked like didn't make partner. And, um, and they told me, well, that person only built 2,800 hours and the person that we made partner built 3,300 hours last year. I'm like, wow. So nothing about the quality of the work, nothing about, it's just about the hours. I had another experience when I was a summer associate at a firm. And this girl that had also gone to law school with me, they gave a re- mid, mid-summer review or whatever. And everyone got horrible reviews. They're like, you know, I got this review, and they were like, you know, nothing's written in stone, but, you know, we're definitely uh, concerned and stuff. And I realized I was just kind of coming in at eight every day or nine or 10 or whatever. They, they come in later in New York 10 and leaving at five or six. And, and, and what she was doing, this girl that was a summer, so someone had told her that the only thing you need to do is build a lot of hours. And so I was like, everyone came out of these reviews and had gotten these horrible reviews and was like, what the hell's going on? This girl I was in my office, shared an office with, it was like, you know, editor in chief of the Columbia law review. And I mean, just and she got a horrible review as well. And, um, but anyway, so long story short, this girl said that, you know, someone told me that I'm a summer associate. Um, this girl that's my mentor that um, I went to college with said that all I need to do is fill a lot of hours. So she came out and got this incredible review. So, the rest of the summer, all I did is I came in at eight, worked till eight, nine, um, and build these incredible hours and uh, build 60, 70 hours a week. And at the end of the summer, they're like, wow, you know, what department do you want to work in? What, you know, you're you're awesome. Like, And the quality of my work hadn't changed. The only thing that is my dedication, my hours. So a lot of times criticism comes from low hours. So they assume that if you're building a lot of hours, you must be doing good work. Um, and again, partners, get these reports every week or sometimes monthly of what people's hours are, what uh, what other partners' hours are, what associates' partners' hours are. They can sort them by, you know, and this is just what it's about. So hours are really what people will criticize you for. If you don't have good hours, you know, that's often what it is. Now, severely harsh uh, reviews. If you don't have big hours, uh, which again, most people that have good hours are gonna get good reviews. But if you don't have a lot of hours, Um, and you're still getting harsh reviews, um, and you're not a junior associate and you're a mid-level associate getting harsh reviews, you may be doing something wrong or the firm uh, really doesn't have a lot of work. But my point that I just want everyone to understand is you're not gonna know everything you're doing for the first three to five years. So you're gonna make mistakes and that's not really what it's about. What it's about is your um, attitude and drive and uh, ability to, Uh, create work and how dedicated the law firm thinks you are and how much they trust you and frankly, how much they like you. I mean, if I like someone, I will do whatever I can to do a good job with them. If I don't, I mean, to to make sure that they stick around. If I don't, um, you know, that's that. So sometimes law firms will give uh, people uh, negative reviews to get them to leave.
0: That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.